This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The Bears made news this week, as I told you they would Monday, and I told you Matt Eberflus would be back. Welcome back to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network, and it's my pleasure to have the company of former Bears quarterback Jim Miller, who does a great job on Sirius XM, moving the chains weekday afternoons with Pat Kerwin, two guys who attend practices watch game tape and really know their onions when it comes to the greatest game ever invented. All right, that's enough of the sloppy kiss on the way in. There's some pissed off Bears fans today, Jim, because Ryan Poles admitted he talked to nobody. Matt Eberflus is his guy. First of all, do you believe that necessarily? And is that the right way to go about it if, in fact, it's true? Yeah, I I think uh, Matt Eberflus has earned that right. You know, unlike uh, a lot of Bears fans that think he'll be some lame duck coach, he's got two years left under contract. So, you know, their their job right now is to figure out the offensive side of the ball. I think uh, Matt Eberflus has done a nice job. I think uh, nobody in that locker room really pointed the finger at any side of the ball, and they played hard the entire year. And I think they responded to their coach uh, the way they should. Because uh, he's a, a leader of men, and I think he's earned the right to to continue to coach the Bears, and and I think uh, Ryan Poles made the right decision. Why not talk to Jim Harbaugh at least once the dust settles from their national championship? Um, I think uh, Jim Harbaugh is probably moving on from University of Michigan. I think we all know that there are a lot of underlying issues there, and uh, he's hired Don Yee as his representation. And I think he'll be back in the pros for a good reason. There were a lot of uh, underlying issues going on with the NCAA and the, uh, the the spying and all those things that are out there that, you know, could affect his time at Michigan. And Michigan has an, an outstanding offer, but it for Jim Harbaugh, you know, he's not going to sign that offer because I think he wants back into the pros. And I think he'll get his wish, wish and he'll be back in the pros. I agree with you, Matt uh, Matt Eberflus. I almost said Matt Fields because I want to jump to the quarterback. Uh, Matt Eberflus did keep the team together this year after an 0-4 start, and they got better. And the defense got radically better, number one in the league against the rush, but they did a lot of that against teams that were limping, Jim. And I don't know, you know, and there's a lot of teams that limped in the NFL this year. I don't know how much stock I should put into the defensive improvement when it comes against teams like the Commanders, the Raiders, the Panthers, uh, the Vikings without Justin Jefferson, both times they played them this year. I just got to asterisk it a little bit. Is that wrong on my part? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think uh, once you acquire players that are blue chip players like Amantez Sweat, you know, they basically won five out of their last eight games. And you got to look at that track record and they're they're trending in the right direction. 
I think uh, last year the Bears played had the most rookie snaps of uh, any team in the NFL. And you look at the guys like the secondary, whether it's Jalen Johnson, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, Tyreek Stevenson, who finished as a top 10 corner this year, even Terrell Smith, who got in there. All those players, and TJ Edwards, and I'll factor in uh, Edmonds as well, I think all those players made a difference. And once he had the pieces to the puzzle, I think he put it together. He put in uh, basically a top 10 defense the second half of the season, and I think they were trending in the right direction and why they ranked so high. But again, I, I think you just look at his leadership, how guys responded, how they, uh, how hard they played, and that's uh, really a reflection of the coach. And I think uh, the team overall, even offensively, it's not as good as what it needs to be, but I think even they responded in a, in a positive fashion and got better as the season went along. Last question on the defense, and we'll get to the quarterback. They do have a lot of good young talent, guys in their second, third, and fourth years coming up, plus some draft capital. Because of the guys you mentioned at corner, do you save the money and let Jalen Johnson go his own way? Well, I think you always have the right to franchise a player, and he probably is a guy who could be franchised. Last I looked, he was ranked as the top corner in the NFL. And again, you don't just let blue chip players walk out the door. So whether they agree or disagree on a contract, you always reserve the right to franchise them to retain his services. And that's a tool that can be utilized. And Jalen may not like that, but I think it it gives him the opportunity and the Bears the opportunity to let things marinate for a year, keep his talent in-house. Sounds like he wants to be there and hopefully they can work out a long-term contract. What would you do with Justin Fields and the number one pick in the draft if it were on you? Well, I, I think Justin, there, nobody denies Justin's talent. I think that the talent is there. It just has to be done more consistently. You know, when you talk about rope memory and plays, it's got to be done again and again and again, but it hasn't been done consistently. So I think you continue to work with Justin. I think, uh, you know, this situation could be no different than, say, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, where you don't put the fifth-year option on Justin. You continue to work with him and develop. Next year, if he if you draft a quarterback, which I think the Bears should draft, I mean, think about this last draft. You know, Brian Pohl said he had to have a quarterback to blow him out of the water. Well, they passed on C.J. Stroud. He is rookie of the year. He threw for 4,100 yards. He's got 23 touchdowns and five interceptions. They passed on him, okay? So if a quarterback is going to blow them out of the water again, I, I, I think it'd be difficult to pass a quarterback. So you can do both. You can retain Justin. You can draft a quarterback. Let, let the cream rise to the top. Let them all compete. And if Justin plays well, like a Daniel Jones, then you reward him with a contract. It doesn't have to be a Justin Herbert contract. doesn't have to be a Lamar Jackson contract. It can be a contract like Daniel Jones that you can get out of, or you, if Justin doesn't play well, you trade him, and then you play the young draft pick uh, that you drafted. So all the options, I think, are on the table, and I think all can be played and all can be done. But – you know, for Chicago fans to say it's got to be either or, get rid of Justin and don't draft a quarterback or, 
you know, do both. You the the Bears have the, all those options on the table. I would love to see them keep him and draft Caleb with the number one. The likelihood of that seems incredibly high, though. I mean, uh, or unlikely, I should say. I I just don't know, especially with Fields really being appreciated by most of his teammates. That could be disruptive. Of course, that changes if Caleb Williams throws for 300 yards on opening day. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, both can happen. I mean, I don't know why people are so concerned about, you know, acquiring the most talent in the room. What There's nothing wrong with that. That's a healthy situation. It's healthy to compete. It's healthy to, to have talent in your building, especially at the most important position. You know, you can run, you can go through the numbers. Some of the things Justin did this past year is actually worse than the last year. You know, I could pull up numbers on sacks. He sacked one every eight Point four times he drops back to pass. That has got to be better. You know, he has to be better as a quarterback. So the consistency is not there, which warrants the Bears to research and draft a, a quarterback. And that's fine. And Justin may get there. We'll see what this new offense coordinator, who they hire and, and where it goes. But both can happen. You can keep Justin, let him continue to develop, Plus, you can draft a quarterback and develop him, too. Both can be done. I'm trying to think of a precedent, and you played the position, so you will know it better than I. Has there been a quarterback who was a first-round pick who very early in his career had to compete with another high first-round pick? Can you think of one? Sure. Jimmy Johnson drafted Troy Aikman. Then they drafted Steve Pallor, first-round pick, supplemental draft. That's right. right. Pelor was a first round pick, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Or Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Okay. Steve Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that staff loved him from Miami. They overloved Steve Walsh. Yeah. But, you know, they, he was drafted in the supplemental draft as a first round. Yeah. Troy Aikman didn't like it, but it's okay. It it worked out. Look at what Troy Aikman did, you know? So, you know, it, it, it's happened before, and, yeah, it can happen again. Who would you like to see coordinate the offense? Give me a couple of names, the guys who are on your radar. Well, I think with the style of play of Justin, I do think uh, Greg Roman is a name you need to, to look at. I mean, look at the, the wins of Lamar Jackson and what they did in, in Baltimore. You know, utilized his legs, obviously incorporated that into the offense, but, you know, for, for Justin, he's got to develop as a passer, and that needs to continue to happen. You know, Daryl Bevel has been uh, brought up, you know, as a, as a guy who's worked with Russell Wilson, another athletic quarterback who, who has done, obviously, tremendous things in the NFL. So I think those are names to, to start. But, I, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that do a, a really good job, you know, that maybe not everybody is uncovering what they've done. Look at uh, Frank Smith of the, of the Miami Dolphins and what they did down there with Tua Tunga Viola. Yeah, Mike McDaniel gets all the credit, but Frank Smith has done a pretty good job. Last thing I want to ask you today, Jim, and it's always good to catch up with you. Bill Belichick done in New England. You spent time under Belichick backing up Tom Brady. What was your experience like with Belichick, and what uh, what words can you use to – 
to best paint the picture for how good of a coach he was historically in your favorite game? Yeah, I think, uh, well, Bill gets a bad rap. Obviously, uh, you know, his his media post-game press conferences and when he deals with the media, they, they, they almost don't treat him as a human. You know, he's, Bill is uh, very big on the human element. He's a big historian on the game. And uh, in my experiences with Bill, he's very witty. He's very funny. He's very worldly. He knows about all the events and he can talk about anything. But people just think he's just some some stoic guy that has this big shield in front of him. But he's very personable. And uh, I, I enjoyed his coaching. I enjoyed his style of coaching. And I do think he is one of the best coaches that have ever walked this earth. You know, that guy can coach any position on the field. And he literally, when I spent my time in New England, coached every quarterback meeting that I was in. He was in the room. No head coach in my 13-year career ever did that. And he did because he can do it. And he is, uh, you know, there's no reason. There's a reason why he's had the success that he's had. And, you know, we'll see where, where it ends up. And But I do think, obviously, he's going to the Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. Jim, thanks for the visit. I appreciate it. Make sure you put some fuel additive in the snow thrower if you haven't used it in a long time yet. We're all expecting to be covered in snow this weekend. It's already here in Michigan, man. We got dumped on last night. So good luck. You can check out Jim Miller weekday afternoons on Sirius XM Channel 88. The show is called Moving the Chains. He does a great job, and it's uh, it's always good to get him on board. Belichick in the rooms for those quarterback meetings. That's that's something I'd not heard many people talk about, that he was always there. And Jim said in 13 years, the only guy who ever did that who was a headmaster. Also, he wants the Bears to draft a quarterback and keep fields. I have a kindred spirit out there. I also do an Adam Delavitt because he's my guy. He's the man who runs the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Sam Michael is my executive producer. I want to thank Randy Merkin for getting a hold of all of our guests. Alex Pastor for handling social media. Troy Mocker for research and development. Don't forget tomorrow, previewing the Lions and Rams. Lomas Brown from Lions Radio, an 18-year NFL vet, will join me. Don't miss it. Enjoy the weekend. I'm Danny Mack on the Danny Mack Bet Rivers Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.